everyone is. I love the Newless building. I hate the Newless building. I love that all my pilots can now take a bunch of upgrades. I hate that I can't take generics. Hello, welcome back to Michigan's own Bestman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as is the usual, is Cody Wood. How are we doing today, guys? And uh, Matt Corser. It's good to finally be back now that we have something to talk about. Yeah, we haven't released a couple new ep- you know, new episodes because we were waiting on huge news, and then it finally arrived. So we're back. Uh, today we're going to talk about... Um, the new rules, erratas, bans, stuff like that. And also we're going to focus on the Empire. Because doing every faction would be like a five-hour podcast, and that's not okay. So uh, like, next week we'll do... five-hour podcast? I mean, I listen to five-hour podcasts, but I'm not a normal person. Uh, next week we'll do Rebels and Scum. And the week after that we'll do either the prequel or sequel trilogy, and then the reverse for that for the last one. Try to get a lot of content while we can. So, um, we did go to Crossroads. We'll just make this real brief. It was fun. Everyone enjoyed it. Five Michigan people in the top 16. Good job, everybody. Yep, good job to the everybody. It seemed like most people had a good time. Pretty good sportsmanship on the uh, overall. Uh, but yeah. The best part was seeing people we haven't seen again, and I've uh, seen in how long? Two years, three years? It feels like forever. Mind you, none of the top five, or like the five people that made cut was any of us, but you know. No, we definitely lived up to our our name of the bench warmers. Yeah, there's a reason why we named ourselves this. But uh, I was actually like the trunk warmer with all the <laughs> beer I was drinking. I mean, but but we can talk about who was who did the best out of all three of us, though. And that was me. I don't want to. <laughs> hey, Matt, you jinxed yourself when you said if you beat the triple silencer player, you were going to get me a beer. Like, you did this to yourself. I was so confident, but, you know, it happened. <laughs> uh, but that was great. Love Crossroads. Bunch of cool people. Had an Alex on Alex battle. That's always fun. So I had a Matt and a Matthew battle that was on stream. <laughs> and you won that game. I did. I man, that was a rough game. But you guys can watch that whenever GSP decides to post. So uh, let's get down to the big part of X-wing. Uh, so I'm just going to talk about the rules right now. You know, still road. Shouldn't be a surprise. Uh, you do get the bumping with red focuses and calculates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do the range zero attacks. But now you can modify it with the force, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, big, big, big stock on uh, stock goes up on force users. Not that they haven't been good before, but yeah. Um, I, the only justification I can think of is they use their force for a lot of variety of things, and if they get bumped, it's really taking a huge part out of the ship. I guess it's also is kind of thematic, but that's real nice. I have done it a couple times now. You can only use it for its standard effect, right? Yes. So you, can't be, you can't be like Darth Vader and do Darth Vader Jenner things. No, you cannot. Cool. Or Ray. Or Barris. Um, but due to the warning, it sounds like help can help other ships. 
because if Pope can have Vader, then who knows? Yeah, we'll have to figure that one out. Someone will talk about a rule about it later. Uh, there's now 12 rounds a game, which isn't surprising. I'm sure tournaments will still be timed, obviously, for organizational purposes. Yep. And then to put that in perspective, most games already go into 10 to 11 rounds anyways, especially in person. Yeah. It was not getting up to 12. Unless you're playing Cody, then you get 12 rounds. Yeah, when Cody and I play, we play like 17, 18 rounds, and it's been 45 minutes. <laughs> it was like three weeks ago, I had a game 30 minutes in, we were on round 20. <laughs> Cody, you know you have to engage now, right? We did engage. I mean, the problem was it was a 1v1, so we was just like one minute a turn as we're jockeying for position. <laughs> you couldn't see the air quotes he was putting around that. Uh, let's see. So uh, list building now has to include, include three to eight ships instead of you can't do two ships. I don't know how you'd be able to, unless you're doing like rack defender Vader for that. It'd be very difficult to get uh, 20 points out of that. I think that's the only two-ship list that could actually work with 20 points now. Everything else, because I think the other most expensive ones are Boba and Zam are 10 points. There's not another 10-point ship in either of those factions. And you definitely don't want to go under 20. No. That hurts no, a lot. You could just flex, bring like Zam Boba or Zam Django. And then, like, a two-point ship, and then just fly the two-point ship off the board. There you go. Yeah, it's a style on people. You can't, because Django is nine points. <laughs> Why are you ruining my fun, Matt? I does. That's what I'm here to do. I'm the straight man of the podcast. Sorry. I can respect that. Also, obstacles, they may... Uh, the debris can also give you crits. Previously, that was not that way, but now they can. Which is cool, I guess. Oh, if you roll crits, you can get crit damage yeah. now? Oh. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, Dooku's not doing anything, so. And also now, um, thankfully and obviously, you when you dock ships, you don't roll the dice or hitting your own ship. They did it. The one person who's ever docked a ship in the real world cannot do it without rolling damage. Hey, um, the autopilot drone... Getting the sh getting the charges down, docking it, and then chucking it out is a valid strategy. Okay, Matt. By all means, run that. I mean, I'm not going to run it, but I'm just saying someone could do it. So, question. Autopilot drone. It technically counts as a ship, but if somebody brought, like, Han autopilot drone Boba, do we count <laughs> that as a two-ship list? I feel like I mean, we do. I... <sighs> I mean, it's technically a three-ship list. It's legal. It's bad, but it's, it's legal. It's a three-ship list, but yeah, it feels like a two-ship list. And it's Han, Han Solo. He's not bad. Scum Han. I know. I have a I have a buddy who's a scum player, and he he really wants to fly Lando and the Falcon. And I keep I keep telling him like there, there's better ships to fly in the scum faction besides the Falcon. And if you really want to fly a Falcon. I'll, you can just borrow my rebel stuff because <laughs> he, he likes Fen Rao. And I'm like, you have Fen Rao in the rebel faction now and you have the better Lando. Well, you always had Fen Rao in the rebel faction. I mean, yeah, that's true. And it made cut because Josh yeah. did it somehow. He's a, he's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's like the only rebel Fen Rao ever to make cut in a serious tournament anywhere. 
so that's all the the new rules for play nothing uh too crazy but they did a lot of erratas yeah and a lot of them are good uh they couldn't balance 7b as a config so they just made them all ships now so now there's delta sevens and delta seven b's makes sense also yeah. helps like the range zero attacks and all that hang on it's feel bad yeah they were essentially separate ships anyway so this is not a huge change the few times i've seen them on stream where it's like delta seven ahsoka bumping it's like oh well that sucks printed card value roll your two dice yeah all the nantex are now fully execute sad sad indeed That'll make some people happy. I am not one of them. <laughs> Definitely necessary for the health of the game. I don't but, care about the health of the game. I just want to have fun. I loved the Nantex. They're so much fun. Don't you have Insair now? Like, isn't Insair 10? Like, 10 yeah. points, yeah. But I can't throw shit on rocks anymore, so like it doesn't even matter. Yeah. Why would I bring a Nantex when I can't put people on rocks? I want to deny people the ability to play this game. Exactly. And they won't let me do it. <laughs> Sorry, you're in this bubble of do not go here where you would get ensnared. That's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't you have know, moved your ship. That's what you do. You set it up so that you barrel roll them in front of a rock so they have to rotate and now they don't have arc of you anymore. Easy. Honestly, Cody, you should be thanking Alex and I for flying Nantex as much as we did because it let you table Ben Keller at the last Worlds. There you go. Definitely True. 100% us. I might get those <laughs> templates one day. Arvel and Oiken now attack at range zero as if they were attacking at range one. Makes sense. Yeah, because now everyone attacks at range zero. So that means they can modify and they get the extra dice. Yeah, which I think that's what most people thought they would do with those two ships anyway, is letting them yeah. get the range bonuses and mod their attacks as normal. Uh, DBS 404 now only works at range one. Which is a surprise because everybody also thought DBS would be lumped in with Oval and Awaken. Right. So I guess that's slightly nerfed, I guess. But also you're not like doing a lot of damage to yourself at range zero shots anymore. Yeah. But still a fun ship. scary to bump into. Still a fun ship to fly. Yeah. Uh, the Buzz Swarms, their agility went down to one, which is awesome. They used to be at three. Define awesome. I am one of the few people, apparently, who remembers you can shoot the stupid buzz droids. No, everybody can shoot the buzz droids. Yeah, but no one remembered that you could shoot the buzz droids for some reason. I always shot those things, like, super fast. But now they're even easier to hit. And uh, Goran, Lieutenant Commandant, Commandant Goran, now has a completely new ship ability because his ability was bad. On the current rules of bumping and getting a red focus. Yeah. So now it's uh, at the start of the engagement phase. You can choose a friendly ship at zero to three uh, with a lower initiative than yours, and he's a four. And the uh, chosen ship gains one evade and removes one non stress red token, which seems very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, just literally target lock the ship beforehand with one of your Imperial ships with a target lock. <laughs> And uh, you can just hand out evade tokens. Yeah, that's question, though. Sorry, Matt, go on. No, it seems pretty good. 
I was gonna say if they can rewrite like this entire sh- pilot ability, I'm surprised they didn't rewrite other abilities that were <laughs> that not were good for the game and other things. Yeah, uh, it's super cool. Um, you know, Inquisitors are you know Initiative Three, so that makes them even more tanky if you really want to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> two of eight tokens in a force How- yeah nash <laughs> is a two <laughs> you want to give him an evade so that that's a pretty cool ability i wonder if we'll um see him around more hopefully because i just think that's like pretty cool yeah i mean free evades and a non-red or non-stress red is funny yeah, I mean, it's cool that it's gained an evade token. So even if you know you did you did the invade action already, like there's double evades. It's really cool. And it's start of engagement. So anyone who target locked whatever ship, maybe trying to shoot a like a torpedo at him now, just doesn't have the ability to do so. But who would bring port like torpedoes in the new points loadout? Yeah, you'd actually have to pay for munitions. Oh god. Um, and there is a note. There's an error in one of the errata things. That 7B Barris has two force charges, which I'm sure is incorrect. It is. It is. But, but specifically for 7B, it is. Yeah. They yep. have recently said, I think in the forums, that it is incorrect. She only has should have one force. Yep. Good. Sad, but good. Yep. I guess it didn't it didn't make much sense for I'm flying a beefier ship, now my force abilities are better. <laughs> or if they were just gonna bump it up to two for in general. Yeah, for but, both of them. Yeah, we're going to lower our and bump up a force. <laughs> Those are the erratas to the ships. There's erratas to upgrades, uh, much like the Nantex. Uh, chopper and the Rublik is now fully execute, which only affects probably me, which is sad, but it makes a lot of sense. Grappling and landing struts don't allow you to barrel roll after you hit something, so that's really good. Yeah. Honestly, like that's huge. Yeah, you can't five straight hit a rock and barrel roll off of it. Like now, when you're going against droids, you know exactly where they're going to be. They're either going to be on the rock in the same location, maybe rotated, or two straight off the rock and maybe barrel rolled in. But it's not like there's a nice little range one around this rock where the droids can be. Right. Which is uh, is probably how that was intended to be. <laughs> so that's real nice. Did you guys see the note on that? Like in, in the uh, rules reference, uh, they made a note as making it work as intended. <laughs> um, Luke Gunner wasn't banned, despite being the first card saying they were automatically in a ban. Uh, but now he just uh, spent the force and get a deplete to rotate your turret. Which is cool. Yeah, I mean, I, they probably wanted it because Luke Gunner's thematic in the Falcon from the movie, but I don't, I don't know. It still feels kind of like... Yeah. I mean, he's still really expensive, and there's much better things to bring. How many points is he? He's 16 points. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> he's still really expensive. So, Especially since Han only has 25 points to work with. Uh, Count Dooku now only works on attacks. You mean I can't just ionize a ship that touches a gas cloud? Can't ionize the big base ship. You can't just be like, you're taking this bomb. Especially with like the new 
cargo objective and stuff just automatically forcing crits off things is kind of silly. So that's good. Sad, because that was really fun to not use it while attacking. You know who else needs that, though? Han. <laughs> they might change that. Let's see. Uh, dedicated has the clone keyword instead of now non-limited, so that's really I, cool. I like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. Since generics are kind of useless anyways, but it's nice that I can now put it on ships that I play and not have it to be a generic I mean, it makes sense. They're all clones. They would all be willing to sacrifice themselves for their commanders or other people. So it makes sense. Until they sacrifice their commanders. So that's really cool. You can put that on the whole host of things now. Like one of my lists, I have like Hawk and Wolf that also have dedicated. And that's cool feeling. <laughs> so Zeb Crew, which previously allowed both of you to attack at range zero. Now it doesn't do that because that'd be literally useless. Uh, so now it lets you spend a focus mod at range zero um, for both ships attacking. Not sure how good that is because you're still getting it in return and probably going to have a focus token because they crash into you. He's still only one point. True. Doesn't work with Chopper. <laughs> you're not wrong. Chopper pilot, I should say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ferrisphere Paint now lets you just choose to not acquire the lock <laughs> instead of just checking and then you're like, hmm, not my bullseye, I guess I get the stress. Sure. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, it makes sense. Not a, it gets rid of the gata moment. Yeah. And here's an interesting one. Um, Leia crew in the resistance now doesn't let you trigger on the stop maneuvers, which is great. Because you could just stop on an objective the entire game. Yeah, but now you could just like one reverse, one bank, one reverse, one bank onto the, the objective. Yes, but at least you're moving. Fair. So, I believe that's all for the erratas. And they Doesn't all seem to be ones. good, good, smart changes. So, good job. Uh, the next ones, banned cards. They have a banned and restricted list. There's nothing on the restricted list right now, and you could only take four upgrades or pilots that were on the restricted list, they mentioned. But that's irrelevant right now. So uh, just banned cards. Uh, they banned Han Resistance. I can't imagine why. Because, you know. No. Would not be good in objective play at all. I can't just set up on objective and like tow this cargo thing right now because I put myself on it. Oh yeah, that was I was being sarcastic, but yeah. Oh, I know, I, I know. It'll yeah. okay, break objectives really hard. I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew that I was. I knew why it was banned. <laughs> but you're ruining my chances of being able to like bring resistance on. Like I want to have fun, and you're ruining my chance, my ability to have fun. There's a Han crew card for you in the resistance. You can always take that. I don't know what what you do with it, but you can take it. Put it on Ray. Okay. Who doesn't have self device anymore? <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, uh, heroin the VCX, specifically the VCX. It's uh, so the attack shuttle is not standard, right? 
yeah, which is why it's just yep. specifically for the VCX. Yep, makes sense. Yeah, that is. You know, obviously you're changing your dial in maneuvers, so they don't want you to do that. Which is really sad because it's like hair in the VCX is really. I mean, it's a ship, so hopefully they can like remake our ability or something. Yeah, I'm sure they can like ar- like they had a commandant Goran, right? They can probably just like retrain all these things and while they're getting around to it. Those stupid tri fighters, the Aflac ones that I don't know how to pronounce. Fappening? Yeah. A lot. <laughs> um they're dial yeah. peakings. Um so they're out of the game now. I I have mixed feelings about this mostly because the other dial peaking abilities that are banned like Vi, you don't do anything for it. It's just it's there. But the faps need to have a target lock on you and then spend the target lock to look at your dial. So yeah, there I is mean, a downside I, to it. I get why they did it, but I'm like at the same time, it's like like really. I mean, like, also that droid, so it's a little bit less crazy. Yeah. Let's see, yeah. Um, Sass A tins just out both versions in the 77B because dial changing again. Uh, same with Ved Foslo. Sad. So fun. <laughs> Sad. Rest in peace, Ved Foslo. We hardly knew ye. Yeah, literally hardly knew ye. I knew like maybe two people have ever played Ved Foslo in their life. Yeah, he says he has such a fun ability though. Yeah, yeah. he does. Like, uh, I mean, do you know anybody else with a 5K, 4K, 3K, 3 talent, 2 talent? As well as like everything's blue, just about. And I've sounds like wanted, some sort of Jedi ship, honestly. I've always wanted the one hard on the Tie Advance, and you finally got it with Ved Foslo. Mm-hmm. And uh, as previously mentioned, V is in, not in here because looking at people's uh, dials, dial peaking shenanigans. So the upgrades are kind of grouped into categories, really. Um, things that would cause problems with, like, road. So, like, advanced sensors, uh, intimidation, precog, supernatural. Um, interlope return for... Ah, for that, that interlope return that we just always on the table. Yeah. Matt, tell me what interlope return does right now. Uh, it, it can only go on a tie defender. You're, you're right. And something about you, turning around i don't nope. know so it's after you do a red maneuver on a tie defender you can, or if you reveal you can take a tractor token and perform a barrel roll oh cool yeah. sort of it's before you execute a speed one to two turn or one to two k turn if you are at zero to one of an asteroid structure a huge shift then you can take the tractor token mm. why didn't that see more play <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously those were uh, like uh, pre-dial shenanigans and also intimidation because a lot more bombs now. I'm just saying Sabine and Kidani are still allowed to exist, but you got rid of Interlope Return. Don't forget BB-8. He flies a pod that does things too. But that's just a pace. See, um, things that changed your dial... Like Catalconics, R2A6, that one droid. Uh, inertial dampeners, he's a navigator in the Slave 1 title. The scum one, obviously. Yep, the good one. Yeah. All those are gone because t- t- you can't change your dial. 
Um, I guess same with Cassian. He kind of floats into both. He's also in Dial Peaking, like in Formid yeah. Sense, Snoke. And Talmeric, the only card to be banned before it even came out. Sad. Does he even do? He's the one that assigned the false friend condition where like people would have to play with their dial face up if they were near him. Yeah, they sign oh. the condition something. But like, it's in you the new get Pride rid of, of it as an action, you sign at the beginning of the game, so it's like the That's first it. turn they just remove it. And yeah, and then you had to like spend an action to get it back up, and they're just like okay. Yeah. It's it's not good. And now we'll never see play. Literally. It's an extended. You're right. Someone could play it in extended. Yeah, please put this on a fire spray. <laughs> the next one, um, Boba, the scum crew, the one that lets you put up on asteroids, and like Woody Harrelson are also banned. Uh, R.I.P. Morello. And especially Hello? with the new objectives, where you put like asteroids, asteroid placements huge, I can understand why they got rid of Tobias Beckett. That's okay. Turn zero... We'll still get glossed over every time. There's so much level strategy in turn zero right now. But people take time to figure that out. I just want to put my ro- my big rocks right in the middle of the board. Yeah. I mean, not then, literally in the middle of the board anymore because it's always that center objective. So sad. And then I can only assume for like balance changes and rules, headaches, static discharge veins are gone and stealth device is gone. Yeah, stuff device like the Edas have the cannon slot back. Plus, Fen, Fen Rao has a mod slot now. I was gonna say Fen Rao has a mod slot. Yeah, just, that was the first thing I thought when I saw Fen Rao has a mod slot. I'm like, can I put stealth device on him? <laughs> Not after bonus. I mean, I, I too, I have always wanted to roll five green dice <laughs> five, at range one. Five green dice at range one is super fun, though. But now he can use now he can use cards that came in his upgrade pack. <laughs> he can finally use the afterburners that came with it. Uh, so there's all the banned cards. Makes sense. Probably should have seen most of those coming. Not a surprise. Not at all. So that's all the new stuff. Let's get into the Imperials. There's a lot. A lot to go through, which is why we're doing one faction at a time. And we're only doing standard. We don't care about extended. Yeah, that's a lot of effort I have to put in there right now, and I'm not doing that right now. Extended, do whatever you want and have fun. Yeah, we'll figure out later. (laughs) Yeah, these are only standard. So uh, the TIE Advance V1. The fifth brother, seventh sister, Grand Inquisitor now have a talent slot. Yep, seems pretty good. What could go wrong? Like, Nothing. They now have access to Predator, Crack Shot, Trick Shot? Fifth brother can get Marksmanship. Oh, juke. juke. Juke is nice. Juke. Especially for like Grand Inquisitor or something. Cause he has like 17 points worth of upgrades you could put on him. Oh my gosh. I mean, and Grand Inquisitor usually is a flanker. You could put Lone Wolf on him because, you know, you have a bad defense dice roll. Lone Wolf it. Yeah, man. Evade. Juke double force seems uh, seems pretty good with seven would, sisters ability as well. That seems pretty good. I would still take damage. I've done this before. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how many green tokens I brought. Uh, 
fifth brother has a cannon slot. Oh my gosh. That was the first thing I saw. I'm like, and I see, I'm glad you put it in the notes. Auto blasters may be scary. What if I auto blastered you with malice, malice or marksmanship, whatever yeah, marksmanship. And then right? I use, yeah. And then I just use my ability. Here's another crit. Have fun. It's okay. He lost his missile slot. Yeah. He can't do the homing missile anymore. No, but man, auto blaster fifth brother. Like, uh, it keeps me up at night. Yeah, auto blaster. I mean, you can't do it with malice, thankfully, because that's like eleven points. You know, he's ten. But marksmanship, auto blaster, crits are scarier, especially that one objective where you drop things because you get took a crit. Mm-hmm. And like anyone being flanked by him is just now. You really have to kind of be scared of him. Good thing he's like five points. But also, um, inquisitors are four points, and they have a five point loadout. Which is how much foresight cost? So you I can mean, still do five sight. I mean, it was fun while it lasted. Not playing against that. <laughs> I mean, so I'm not sure if it's good. It, yeah, with the new points and loadouts, it seems to be a lot more offensive potential. And with that, like V ones can actually get burned down now. But if you put like three V ones in the general direction of someone trying to get to an objective, it's still a lot of potential damage out of there and that's not okay i wouldn't play it i think there's much more fun and better lists i, I don't disagree but it is certainly a possibility fun. oh man grand inquisitor 17 point loadout that's just so rough it's just there's so much i don't even know what to fill i mean you could put a rocket on them yeah rocket predator fcs Build whatever passive bond thing you want out of them. I mean, you you can juke off a of pocket if you have both an evade and a focus token somehow. Or if you have instinctive aim. That's true. Just throw five <laughs> die with two forces behind it. <laughs> seems seems great. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, those V ones are really cool. They're expensive, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But they're they're good filler pieces. I mean, like Seven Sister, still, you know, put Magpulse missiles on her, and Magpulse missiles are nice, not only because you know the deplete and the jam, but also it's because it's a crit result, and crits are really good. Yeah, I mean her her ability is only a primary attack, but s- still, you're throwing three dice now at range two to three. I mean, just think or about three. She also has a crack shot. So if you roll two evades, you're still going to get. Like, yeah, I mean, if you could put crack shot on her, you can just cancel both evade results. <laughs> so I think they're really fun. I'm eager to try at least Fifth Brother out. He just seems like such a pain. The um, the next ship, the Tide Advance X ones. They um they have double mod slots now, except for like Zertic and the generics, but that's nice for Vader. You know, take afterburners and something else. Uh, also, Vader has the tech slot <laughs> and twenty two points worth of loadout and Eesh, double yeah. force. I mean, it's not like pattern analyzer is staple to him or anything now. Yeah, right. 
you can pattern analyzer, take an action, use his ability, and then boost with afterburners. <laughs> it's so silly. What could go wrong? Right? That's legal, right? Because pattern analyzer is like you just take an action, right? Invader's just right after an action. You That's legal. You have to afterburners first, though. Ah, there you go. But still, okay, boost, and then do the rest of your actions. Same kind of thing. I guess you can't barrel roll and boost, but, you know. Still kind of scary for 22 points. I mean, he's eight, eight points total. Um, I'm not sure 100% if he's, like, super worth it. Because eight points is a lot of investment. But, man, does he hit hard, and he can get places. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, so you have to assume he's going to have six health now. I'm sure people are going to be putting, like, a whole upgrade on him because it's four points, and he has all the points to spend. Yeah. Um, I mean, probably worth it. Like, Vader kills things really hard, and as long as he doesn't die and before he kills multiple things, he's fine. My only concern is that now, like, the firepower of every list has gone significantly up, and he might not just he might just get like burned down real fast. But you know, this was dropped earlier this week, so we have no clue <laughs> what it's like. But I think they're, um, I'm excited for it. I guess Merrick is double talent slot and he's a five though. That's the only problem. He just seems, he seems kind of expensive for what. I mean, I guess he still has a missile slot so you can still mag pulse them and then choose the crit. You have marksmanship and another talent now. Someone will try him probably. Yeah. I mean, somebody just went five and oh with him at Cherokee Open in the Swiss. Well, there you go. At least someone has played him. With Vader, not Merrick. Oh, sorry. Oh, I ruined that. I know. I'm good at that. I think Zertik has some value now at three. I like Zertik with thread racers and like your two point talent of choice or like FCS or something. Yep. FCS. Thread tracers or thread tracers dedicated or elusive or elusive. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, it's nice to just as the final shot in the game or in that round, just shoot a thread tracer, take a lock on someone and just flip up their card. And then everyone else has locks on them too. So it's useful. Yep. Especially if you have an X one swarm. Also, he's only three points too. And that's a pretty cheap ship. That's a, that's a solid filler ship. I know a couple of uh, my friends were looking at just like slotting them in somewhere, like with Defender Vader and like Soon Tier or something, because that's 20 points. Let's see, so uh, next one, Tie Reapers. Vizier is the only one capable of um, taking Palpatine because no one else has the um, loadout and double crew slot. Combined, uh, none of them could take Admiral Sloan, so that's that's good. Uh, but they're all five points. Uh, Vermeil has two crew slots, and a talent. Faroff has two mod slots instead of a crew slot, so that's interesting. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't want five Reapers to be on the board for these objectives with medium bases. Yeah, no, that that sounds rough. I mean, these things. I like the Reapers a lot for objectives. 
mm-hmm. with little I've played against them. Uh, they are very fast. They are medium bases, so they'll count as two ships instead of one for that one objective. And, you know, they can last a while. Also, Eye on Limited Override is really funny on them. And now you have Captain Hark, so when you do a red maneuver, you get a focus. Yep, just make sure you're playing Eye on Limited Override correctly, though. Yeah. So, interesting thing. Uh, besides Vizier, Vizier? Vizier. Fairoff's the only one who can actually take a force crew, and that's Seventh Sister. Yeah. Just because of the loadout points. Poor, poor Vermeil. No longer just having Vader and stuff nope. on him. Good. But sad. I played him a lot. I mean, I think Vermeil with Death Troopers and Ion Limiter Override could be good, especially with all the bump focusing going around. Oh, I agree. I mean, Death Troopers are nasty. Nasty, nasty ships. Uh, so I, I think that's cool. They'll have a place. I think when people real, uh, start figuring out, like trying to optimize objectives, I think Tyree Reapers will grow in popularity, but I'm not sure how many times people will bring them now. Especially because Faroff gets a little bit worse because you can still bump and take a green token. Maybe, but like at the same time, they're really easy to burn down. So maybe not. You have to flank with them. But I think they'd be pretty good for like carrying cargo stuff. Especially fair off getting free evades. Yeah. Because like the one bank, three bank maneuvers, it goes pretty far in a medium base. Next up, uh, TIE Defenders. Um, unsurprisingly, Vader is worth 11 points. Uh, and he has 14 points in loadout, and I have absolutely no idea what I would ever put on him. Other than like hate. Instinctive aim bracket, maybe HLC. Uh, Can't you just take the focus and proc and use the force to change the blanks? The target lock with the force makes it better. Fair enough. Or, you know, you can bring advanced optics, so you get to mod two blanks to really guarantee you have three hits. I feel like it's just better to take the lock at that point, or don't roll bad. I can probably like put a lot of points on things. I have no clue what I would put on Vader. <laughs> I I put Malice and Auto Blasters on them. I haven't flown it yet, but that's just kind of what I gravitated towards. <laughs> you still have four other points left over. I mean, Malice HLC is another good one. Like, get you that four die out from downtown. Then you you wouldn't be able to use like the crit off malice to do anything because the HLC brings them all down. That's but fine. Like still, first normal attack. Yeah. Also, uh, cluster missiles. Like you have double mods with two different attacks. Yeah, I like cluster missiles on him. It's only four points. He's got fourteen points. He can do whatever you want with them. Mm-hmm. Malice auto blasters HLC cluster missiles. Take a lock. Shoot something. Shoot something else. Yeah. What if I dealt you a. Uh, pilot crit and then I dealt you a pilot crit and I went full force again <laughs> good luck <laughs> it can happen though uh, Rexler as um, I think he's actually pretty interesting he's at 8 points but he has a 13 point loadout and he has double missile slots now which is interesting I am wondering if like 
multi-missile pods would even be worth it. It's kind of funny. I don't think it's good, but also it's really funny in my mind having a uh, TIE-D just shooting missiles out the side of the ship. It's a funny image in my mind. <laughs> I mean, so at 13, you do have some interesting choices because Collision Detector seems like it'd be really good. It is only nine points. Only nine but points. It went off in points. <laughs> but in that case, what other thing do you bring? Like trick shot? Yeah, I mean, you can always do juke still. Just you got six points after that. Juke FCS. Yeah. Diamond boron missiles. No one expects it from Rexler. I thought that was interesting. Um, Riot has a double system slots for some reason. I don't know what you're going to do with that. Or why you're bringing Riot to begin with, but... I don't, I don't, I don't know what you do with double systems for a defender. And she's only got twelve points, like FCS collision detector. Now you have one point left over. Ruthless. Her, all right. I guess if that's if you really want to fly that, just she just seems expensive at eight points. But I mean, Riot hasn't gotten hardly any play. Before now, I don't. I don't really see her getting a lot of play. Yeah, I don't know. Captain Dobbs is only seven points. Only seven points. Only seven points. He has a twelve-point loadout, so it's actually not like super terrible. But if you want a defender, that's cheap, relatively. You can do that. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to use his ability, right? So you literally just bring him because he's the best seven point defender like yeah you have 12 loadout points as opposed to four for the uh i1 and six for the i4 right i mean they're nice like the one where you capture like the like graffiti from tony Hawk's pro skater one right like the territory scenario it's nice to 4k and then spend the action to flip that point to you mm -hmm. like the satellite things i forgot what they're called um, also, I'm getting a free of eight off of it. I need a turnaround. That's like really nice. Yep. I think that is definitely worth considering. I think defenders are pretty solid for objectives. Mm -hmm. And then Dobbs can like take a hit so that you actually uh, evade a crit so you don't drop the salvage. Yep. Which is actually super cool. I wish there was light side um, people in this because you could do the same thing with compassion. If it's a pilot crit, you could pull off the crit so they didn't do that. I've done that before. Super worth it. So funny. But yeah, just being able to do something like that makes it so he's kind of uh, playable-ish. Yeah, I think, I think he's a solid base. I might consider him more than Ooh. other seven-point ships. Instead of splitting him into two ships, I guess. I don't know. This building's rough. It is. Like, I... I don't see a lot of defenders seeing play, honestly, unless they're Darth Vader. And then I think Dobbs does have a place, too. I think that just the free evade and the ability to have an action afterwards to pick up an objective is really good. And then you can just five straight, get out of there, evade, boost. I hope no other ship in the game has full throttle, because that would be good. 
no, I don't think there is another <laughs> ship in the game that has full throttle. Definitely not in the Republic. Nope. Uh, next one, TIE Interceptors. All the uh, named pilots now have double mods. That's cool. Uh, soon tier has double talent slots. Only cost six points. Only six points. Reasonable. And he has 12 loadout points, so you actually do a lot with them. Yeah. Five health, soon tier fell with Predator. Seems good. Yeah. Uh, soon tier's dead in road, though, from what I've read online. That's true. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, like, hull shield upgrade, soon tier with two points for whatever you want. Uh, it's really nice. Or you can have, um, like, a shield upgrade plus X amount of things. Like, you can have, like, outmaneuver and mm. predator um, and uh, hull upgrade on them if you really want. Afterburners. So right. you have three action, four actions a ton. <laughs> So uh, that's, a, that's a really cool potential there. Uh, I like the TIE Interceptors uh, because, you know, they're fast. They can get around spots. They have good blues. And I, I think Soontier's still good. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, Nash, he he uh, has a missile slot now. He has no talent slot, but he has a missile slot and not enough points to take rockets. But he has a missile slot. <laughs> but you need to take targeting computer for that, right? You yes. need to invest in a targeting computer and a missile slot. Yes. Which that's like I mean, some of these ships have like like I think some TIE fighters have missile slots. It's like, but I I, I don't have a target lock action. But you do have disciplined and you do this have traces. This is true. Yeah. You're you're not wrong. But he doesn't have a talent slot, so you can't put discipline on him. Uh, this is also the playtest team works. Think somebody can take thread tracers. That's, that's true. It'd be kind of funny just to bring thread tracers so you could have Nash shoot a missile off. Because that's 100% what you're putting Nash in your list for is for the missile attack and not for anything else. Nope, nope. That miss Now that he has a missile slot, that's why he's in my list. <laughs> um, Gideon is uh five points he has a loadout which is fine i guess if you want to do like predator shield upgrade or something but that's five points that's a lot yeah i mean he was 48 points previously yeah, yeah. and no one played him for that reason no yeah. just i i'd like gideon to be good but i don't i can see how gideon could be oppressive as a tie interceptor but he just doesn't see play. He's still a tie interceptor. These things can get burned down real quick. And he does and tie interceptor Gideon doesn't have Aiden to help him out like TIE Fighter Gideon does. But you know what's really important? Turfener is four points with nine loadout, which is perfect for snapshot. Snapshot tour. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I love Turfener. It's so silly. I love him. Snapshot's so funny on him. I, <laughs> silly. Lorier, he's he's four points as well. I like Lorier. He's cool. Too bad he's an I3. But and if I, you want to play a Star Viper, this is the only way you can do it in, in standard. But I want the free focuses at range one to zero. You should. <laughs> 
but but you could do Laurier. Um, it, I guess you can kind of like Tokyo drift towards an objective to get to range one of it. Better than you could do with a barrel roll or something. Yeah, Yay. I think I think the alphas being three three points with two loadout points. That's a pretty nice spot for a generic as well in the Empire. Yes. Yes. Especially because you have disciplined or like enduring or something. If you buy enough of those Mandalorian ships, or wait for me to print off all my enduring altars. Yep, and then just be like, I swear I have real cards behind these. Yeah, I'll just take a picture of the Razor Crest and then Photoshop six ones next to it, and just be like, Look at my collection. Yep. Look, that's I why I have six enduring cards. I have six proof of purchases. Yeah, disregard the that they're all the yeah. same. Oh, but yeah, that disciplined or enduring um, interceptors for three points seems very, very good. There have always been solid ships. I think interceptors are still good for objectives. Mm-hmm. You do kind of... It's good having a low pilot skill for things like picking up the, the salvage ops. But it's bad for like the territories one where they just flip it after you. So it's a nice trade-off. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gideon, five points. Yeah. I, I, offense is much better. So, I, you know, you're, you're more likely to have damage. But five points? Yeah, it just feels bad. five points. Yeah. But everybody says CNR is bad. And she has a negative ability. Partly. So, yes, unplayable I-6 Interceptor. With what, like ten point loadout? Yeah, yeah. I mean, she could just shoot something and get the crit and drop the objective. She doesn't have to kill anything. No, Matt. I have to kill with her. I can't just shoot her first and have someone else kill something. Yeah, you're I right. I forgot. My bad. You're right. My bad. <laughs> her bloodlust knows, knows no bound. Uh, next up, Tie Fighters. All the Inferno Squadron now is double talents. That's that's nice. Um, How runner? Uh, what? She's four points now. Seems so, good. Yeah, yeah. Four points. Um, six six uh, loadouts. Three mod slots. <laughs> I, see, I some for some stuff, reason. So, yeah, some stuff like that doesn't make any sense to me. She's got six loadout spots. She's got two talents and three mod slots. Like it's just, you, you, I know they don't I mean, want you. Not, you're not supposed to fill up every upgrade exactly. on the ship. Well, we don't know what like cheap mod slot mod slot items will have in the future, or if other upgrades will have something like two mod slots. Yeah, that's just true. So I don't know if they're trying to future proof it. I mean, at this point, who cares, right? She could have like ten mod slots. Whatever, you only have six loadout points. I, I mean, promise I'm just paying elusive and hull upgrade on her. Or you could do <laughs> precision ion engines and hull upgrade. I promise you I'm not trying to keep Power Runner alive. I think I'll still run her naked. Out of solidarity. Uh, so Aiden, she just brought the super TIE fighter. She had a cannon slot, a torpedo slot, and a missile slot. She is Inferno Leader after all. Yeah, I mean, she still has the double talent because all the Infernal Squadron has, so she has a mod slot as well. I I don't know what you run with her. Other TIE Fighters. 
mean, she has eight points, and if you're going to bring like a semi-serious something, you still need targeting computer. So then you have five points to work around. I guess you could put on ion torpedoes if you really want to use it. But ion cannon Iden actually kind of sounds annoying to play against. Mm-hmm. These damn play testers with their Howl Runner, it's a primary attack that you get the rerolls on. How did they know <laughs> that Iden would get a cannon or a torpedo or a missile? I was just going to ask that too. Yeah, I mean, I- Iden's always good. Uh, yep. I guess if you do take like a missile or torpedo on her, she'll stick around to shoot it. Most but likely. How are you going to get a target lock on her? Yeah, because you need a targeting computer. Uh, and then you take ion missiles. And a jamming beam. You could put jamming beam on her. That's free. Now, instead of doing damage, you can do nothing. This is great. Enduring elusive hull upgrade eight points. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how much that can and torpid missile slot are going to get used. Actually, an ion cannon might be pretty good, though. Not going to lie. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah. Elusive ion cannon or enduring ion cannon. Yeah. That could be solid. But yeah. Um, Moff Gideon has two elicits, baby, and a missile, <sighs> which is awesome. Yeah. He does. He's, he's four points. So it's a little bit of an investment. But I think that's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. How many uh, loadout points does he have? He's got um, a lot. He's he got has 10. 11, so you can stack them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's so many cool things you can, like, pop on them. You can, you know, have, like, a cloaking device if you're really funny. Just keep them cloaked the entire time. And then just use his ability, (laughs) which seems really funny to me. If it wasn't four points, it'd always be like worth putting that on there. I'm assuming something like um, a dead man switch might not be too bad on them. People get close to them. Contraband cybernetics is always good. You have 11 points to whatever you want. You could put Magpulse on them. Yeah, I was thinking I was I was building that right now, but I put yeah, Magpulse on the computer, Magpulse, and then you have three points left over for like contraband or dead man and marksmanship or something or I whatever combo de- you want. I have dead man switch and ruthless. There you go. I mean, when he's shooting, if he's using his ability, there should always be someone at range one, or else you're mm. cheating. So that's cool. I think that's funny. Four points might be a little questionable for a TIE fighter. That is not like Howron or Iden. Yeah. But I don't know if I want him much cheaper, though, because, I mean, we've talked about having Moth Gideon with Defender Vader if he was three points. Yeah. Slotting through with Defender Vader. Or Rack. Or put yeah. him with Rack, because who cares if Rack gets a strain? No, Rack doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, now you built 13 points out of your list, so that's bad, but... But also, you see all the loadout points for Rackass? Yeah, I love yeah, Rack so care. much. We'll get to that. We'll get to you that. Know. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, if you put him next to like a, a Decimator or something, I mean, especially Rack, right? Because if not modifying Rack's incoming dice is very terrifying with that crit coming through. Yep. Yeah, with the force points he has on him. Yeah. I mean, going along with that, too, the uh, the Jingoist, the ISP Jingoist, they're three points. 
but they have an illicit <laughs> slot. Uh, yeah, that's and their ability is range one. So if you put like a dead man switch on them and you're still like just right up on people and they shoot you and kill you, that's even more damage. Mm-hmm. And if you have something like Nash in the list or so, they can blow up, do what you don't damage, and then still shoot. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've been building them with what what you have in the notes with Predator and Dead Man Switch. Yeah. And they are tiny little Chewbacca's with Nash, and that's funny. I think they're cool. I like them. Um, they're my three-point TIE fighter of choice, if I'm going to bring a three-point TIE fighter. Unless I'm really specifically going for something like with ones with, like, Wampa. Wampa! Or, like, some sort of Inferno Squadron thing. Or I ran out of... I want more TIE fighters than two. <laughs> so, uh, Night Beast and Obsidians are two points. Probably going to be in a lot of Imperial lists now. At least Night Beast yep. is. Yeah, he's like he's like a little mini defender. Yeah, do you know how annoying Night Beast is for like objectives when he's like running away carrying things with a focus of eight every round? Sure, I'm sure it's fun. <laughs> I know. I mean Night Beast is amazing and Mitch always played Night Beast all the time and he always like back in one point oh he was still doing it and it's it's funny. He's so happy. It's just what, a mini defender? Yeah, mini defender that moves at two speed points. two. I just said that. Oh, did you? I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's fine. I'm just giving you a hard time. I can't hear you. What? <laughs> um, so uh, I like the TIE Fighters a lot. I think they're all relatively, you know, done well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what you do with the academies. I guess you can bring, like, you know, targeting computer or precision ions or something. I'm not sure why you'd ever bring academies, though. Go back to the academy. But I have Wampa. Who's a three uh, no. and has four point loadout in two talent slots? Well, Wampa's not. Wampa never goes in the trash. He's he's a, he's that imperial ship that just you just always want to see do well. I can't believe they taught an animal to fly a spaceship. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm surprised he fits in there. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, Tie Fighters are a, a great quality piece for the Imperials, especially right now in standard where they kind of get like some weirder ships. And ships that don't like fly next to each other, it's nice to have something that you can fly as a block to just ensure things and just be pesky. So the uh, tie heavies, they're still in standard. They're still legal. They they are still ships. The they have um, all of them are five except for Lighten. She's a she's a four, which is weird because she's probably the best one. I was gonna say, yeah, Lighten is probably the best one. She's but a I understand loadout. I understand they probably don't want you to fly five medium bases in a list. No, yeah, they have eight health and one agility. I promise you, they will die. <laughs> <laughs> she has a uh, sensor slot. Yeah. Yay for. I don't know. I mean, are you actually bringing FCS on her? Um, you could, I wouldn't, but you could, um, I don't know. I guess if people really want to like run collision detector on her and just smash through things, you have the ability to do that and take the, the other config, the better one. I guess it does let you, uh, get to the people's side ox if you are, um, you know, going through obstacles without abandon. 
Yeah. I mean, Lightning's really good. Four points is, is very reasonable for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not exactly sure I would load her up. I mean, 10 points is like they have double mods, so she could do like all shield if you really want, like a 10 point one agility TIE fighter that gives rerolls, which isn't bad. Yeah. And, you know, being a medium base, you also are good for the one that counts ships around the objectives. Rampage is five points. He has a 14-point loadout. Why Why would you bring Rampage? So you can you can double strain stuff, obviously. It's yep. just... If I, I'm just, I'm just thinking about this. He's five points for a loadout. Would I rather bring Rampage or Fifth Brother? And the answer is, I'd rather bring Fifth Brother. Yeah. But would you rather bring Rampage or Merrick? <laughs> I'd rather bring like Duchess, who's five yeah. points as well. <laughs> yeah. Gideon, there you go. I mean, I have a soft spot for Merrick Steele. He's one of the. He, he's like my Imperial pilot that I just, I want to see do well, but. Every time I put him on the board, I'm like, why did I bring this ship? Because you didn't have enough points for Vader, and that's why you brought Merrick, because you still wanted to fly in the next one. Because you want crit chains, okay? And he creates crit chains. I mean, it's nasty when it happens, but... It's good against big bases. Yeah, sure is. Uh, but yeah, I, they're going to be in a tough spot, I think, the tie, the heavies. Just because if you want like a medium base that has one agility... You can still just bring a Tie Reaper. I mean, to be fair, those Tie Brutes have been in a rough spot for uh, about a year and a half. Yeah. Since release, Leiden's been, been the only one who's done anything. And it looks like it's going to continue. The irony. So the um, the next ship, the Tie Strikers. Um, they're cool. They're expensive. Um understandably so i should say they're good all of them are um four and above well the only five is being countdown and duchess but they have a couple down slots like duchess is good if you know how to use her she has 10 point loadout so you know you can't bring fifth brother but you can bring other things sad and you can bring like a whole shield upgrade yeah, you could, losing yeah. Fifth Brother is actually pretty huge for Duchess. Yeah, I understand. Like the double mods on defense and all that, the crits on offense. But she is the only tie striker that has the ability to go fast or slow, and that's really good for objectives. This is yeah. true. You can put Migs on her. You're you're right. <laughs> you can put Migs. In other news, though, <laughs> Pierce Sabak. Pierce Sabak. Four I mean, points. Countdown. Countdown is nice. I like Countdown. I mean, five points is a little bit much, but he gets 15 points in loadout, so you can't actually take, like, Fifth Brother if you want. Which, that might not be awful, considering for if, you, if you're taking Countdown, you don't want to get the focus from the bumps, so that way you can use Countdown's ability. Right. Or you could take, like, um, an Evade... And still have the force, so you don't have to use his ability if you're trying to run away or something like that. Countdown is the same initiative as Commandant Goron. It doesn't work. I know. <laughs> Good, but also sad. Yep. But I, I, I mean, like yeah, Countdown. Um, 
for objectives, if you do manage to split fire more, then he's very, very good. If he's getting concentrated, then that's terrible, and you have to make sure you bring other people so they don't just gang up on countdown. Yeah, I mean, you could just throw Fifth Brother and Connor Nuts on him. I think Ion's going to be really good coming up. That is the uh, loadout I would do. Cool. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. I mean, I think Connor Nuts are just really good in general right now. I I, mean, I swear I didn't I didn't actually look at you the list you sent in the Discord. I I just like oh, oh hey that, there's three points left over. Thanks. <laughs> um, Vagabond has a double mo- a double bomb slot. So nice. That's cool. You can now take uh, like bomblets if you, if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna use my ability, drop this bomblet, and now everybody's in range. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure if it's like amazing, but you can you can do it. I mean, I guess you could put like a a shield on him if you want, and the bomblet so you can recharge both charges off the bomblet. I mean, I, I mean, I think proximity hole upgrade sounds fun. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather yeah. do something better than bombless. I just, yeah. I just find it I funny. Mean, yeah. Yes, I agree. Vagabond is just the OG FO bomber, okay? Uh, yeah, the OG FO bomber that no one played. Nope. But yeah, I, I think that's pretty interesting to have double bombs. I mean, proxy and uh, like proton bombs is kind of funny to me. Yeah. Or blazer bombs. Blazer bombs seem really good, by the way. I like their hit everything around it and then also just have fire everywhere that obstructs and, and causes damage. If you land on them, I don't actually know the rules for them yet. Like on the obstacles. Oh, uh, the blazer bombs. Yeah. They like the bomb itself detonates and then you put down the fire, but it, it, well, when it detonates, they roll for damage. So it's not auto damage, but then you put down like the blaze and then that's considered an obstacle, and it's got like a fuse on it. And then you remove it, and then but I think it's like everyone who goes through the blazer bomb, I think it's a crit they get a stress or a focus of stress or something, uh, something weird like that. As professional how, podcasters, we definitely know how this works. How how is fire? How is there fire in space? How is there aerodynamics in space? How is there anything in space? Space doesn't exist. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> I was yet to see it. But I, I blazer bombs are cool. Hold please while I actually bring up the actual rules for it. Cool. But I I think the generic tide strikers are DOA. Yeah, most most generics kind of are unless they're specifically meant for swarming things. Unless they're the Trade Federation drones. Right. Or the I one uh, interceptors, and maybe yep. the obsidians. Obsidians being two points really helps. Yeah, out. the obsidians being two points helps out a lot with them. But guys, snapshot Sabak is back on the menu. <laughs> You're not and wrong. It's cheaper. It's only four points instead of like fifty two or something. <laughs> I don't know. I gave up on laser bombs. I can't find them anywhere. And what is it? You have a 12.5% chance just netting three hits on that snapshot. That's true. Yeah. Okay, cool. When you move through overlap a blaze, roll hit crit, you take one damage on a focus, you get one stress. Great. 
That's what I said. <laughs> That's awesome. Good job. Um, don't run your Mandalorian guys into there because they'll also take one damage and die. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, fire. Um, so I think strikers are pretty cool. They're a little expensive. The, like countdown and duchess being five points is a little bit rough, but four points is, is semi reasonable for that. Mm-hmm. Although just don't fly them like I do. Cause then they'll just die really fast. <laughs> I still have only two agility. If you're going to fly a striker, don't joust, please, please. <laughs> but the objectives right there are just one straight, I have three to- straight at it and then spend my action taking the objectives. Yep. <laughs> so the last ship, the decimator. Yes. <laughs> Rack, nine points. 35 point loadout. My God. He's, he's the most crew. expensive one, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But oh man. All the other all the other decimators are at eight. But rack we don't, we don't 35 points. But rack loadouts. 35 points. Do whatever you want. Bring your death troopers. Bring your grand inquisitor because you're me. Got proxy mines. That's only 25 points. You have 10 more points after that. That's an excessive amount of things. I love it so much. Have you been able to fill out all of his points yet? Oh, easy. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not hard. I mean, you could put on like, like I think Tiber Saxon's super cool for him. Uh, because if he does hit something, he can spend up to two charges to like give it strain tokens, and he's a five, so other things are going to shoot after him. Uh, you can put on death troopers, which yep. you know is terrifying. I I have enduring Vader, death troopers, fifth brother, thirty four points. I'm not sure how good Vader is anymore because of the um, bump focus. Now you don't get I mean, free. It, it's still like you. Make them I mean, take still a good. stress for nothing. It's still good. I just... I love my Grand Inquisitor, damn it. I, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. But it's like, hey, you took a stress for a focus. You can either take damage or get rid of that focus. Now you're stressed. And, oh, damn, that sucks. You still have the stress next turn from Death Troopers. Yeah, I mean, Death Trooper Vader seems really silly. But, I mean, I, I also love Grand Inquisitor because, yeah, Grand Inquisitor Rack... You get more actions. You can actually do things and hit people harder than just depending on rolling a dice with a possible focus. And all these titles are free now, so you know, even if Rack bumps, he doesn't have to focus. He can do the reinforce to get his ability off. Makes Tua basically useless, though, but still. Yeah. It is really oh, nice. Always has been. Yeah, wow. Well, no. It's even more useless now. But my theme. But Tua goes really well with the Reapers. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can do that. Yeah. I do like Grand Inquisitor Rack, though. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if I'd ever. I mean, I will fly it. I don't think it'll be good because nine points is pretty steep, but also that's just like a like 140 point rack. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so cool. Yeah, um, all the other decimators are at eight. Uh, I believe um, Morna has uh, double mod, which is cool, I guess. Oiken has a uh, double talent. I don't know what you'd put on him. 
but outmaneuver. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll maneuver. So, uh, I, yeah, it just feels bad with Oiken because it would just, you just, you'd slap Dauntless and Intimidation on there and just kind of work from there, but you can't, can't really do that now. No, you can't. I'm just saying, you could put Enduring on these so they cancel uh, hits. Yes. Yes. With the reinforce. Well, that's also like if they're not in someone's bullseye and that's, you know, you are a decimator. You could still have novice tech. That's only two points. These things have like twenty plus points worth of loadout. Mm-hmm. Also, keep in mind, enduring has a secondary effect. That's true. You can double mod with this, or just like single mod because you reinforce, take enduring, and then get the focus. But it's anti synergy with the dauntless title because they're already stressed. I mean, I guess you could focus again, but then you'd be double stressed. Whatever, you just keep doing it because you're going to keep taking crits because, you know, you're a decimator. Yeah, you're a decimator. Just take Grand Inquisitor. It's easier. Then you won't be but stressed. But also 14 more points. You could do both. <laughs> you have, at minimum, 20 points of loadout if you're bringing a named decimator. I know, there's just so many options with these guys. Also, Grand Inquisitor also doesn't go well with the title. No, no, it doesn't. You just never use the title. Because you don't need to because you're a Grand Inquisitor. Well, you just always just dial in the one straight. Boom. Why do you need Grand Inquisitor nowadays anyways? <laughs> because he's fun. I like the Grand Inquisitor. But you have the title. <laughs> but then I can Grand Inquisitor, take a target lock on someone, and then do like a one straight, and then reinforce, or vice versa, or do what I want. And then you'll get the crit from Enduring, and you'll have a focus <laughs> when Vader shoots at you. All according to plan. <laughs> I, I just uh, listen. I want to have fun. We're allowed to have fun now again. Are we? I was. The internet has told me that X Wing is dead, and this is the worst thing that's ever happened. That's true. But the, the internet also told me everything is fun again, and then immediately told that person to shut up. Yep, you're not. You're not. You're not enjoying the game correctly. <laughs> so we have, I don't know, a couple sample lists for each other just to exercise things we are no way saying these are good right now because we have barely played games and objectives and all that kind of stuff on the new lists but uh the current number one list that cody talked about earlier briefly mentioned is the one in the cherokee open that's an imperial list uh cody if you want to go over it yep so it has Darth vader and an x1 uh, so Darth Vader's eight points with twenty-two loadout points, and he uses all twenty-two points. So he has hate and predictive shot. Hate for obvious uh, force regen, predictive shot because you have a point. Maybe you'll actually use it. Uh, but pattern analyzer, so you can do the talons and K turns, get his target lock. So good on him. Bio control system because honestly, if you can save force with Vader, it is really good. And you have points. Uh, no missile, but then he has afterburners and hull upgrade. So it is a six health Darth Vader uh, that hits. Uh, with him, he has Suntia Fell. He has hull upgrade, shield upgrade. So it's a five health uh, Suntia Fell. But he also has Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil, you can't use it off the linked action. You can do it off the primary, but it does help you get the bullseyes as well as like be a little bit more cagey with. 
and you do get the focus if you line up the bullseye anyways. Then he has Grand Inquisitor with Extreme Maneuvers, Predator, Fire Control System, and Prockets. Sounds terrifying. Yep. So the uh, hard turn off a of boost is really good just for like positioning and playing KG, getting objectives, doing what you want, really. So definitely see this list as being good. Uh, obviously, he went 5-0 and with it. Uh, in the uh, Cherokee Open, so yeah, someone's doing something right there. Hey man, extreme maneuvers, and then like you have a pocket still. Like you could have taken a lock earlier, and then you're going to get someone in your bullseye with the extreme maneuvers and just their maneuver dial and all that kind of stuff. Seems dirty. Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> not something i want to fly against to be complete to be honest but it does look like uh it looks fun it's definitely a list that you wouldn't be able to fly before with all the toys on there like extreme maneuvers grand inquisitor is just it's just gross mm-hmm. and that pattern analyzer is like going to be stapled onto that vader right because it's how many times have you i mean i've i've flown my fair share of x1 vader and it's like i want to turn around but I don't have a target lock on the person I'm shooting at. So it just, it feels bad only firing the two red dice, but I'm Darth Vader. I don't care anymore. 4k. I mean, it was one of the reasons why supernatural reflexes Vader was so good. You could supernatural reflexes barrel roll, do all your, get all your toys and then 4k. But now you can just 4k and not spend three fourths to get all your actions. Yeah, and also have afterburner, so you get like boost and yep. do whatever actions you want off the pattern analyzer. It's yep. it's real dirty. Now I'm really happy. Six point ship, twenty two loadout, and not twenty three, because then you just remove predictor shot and hate and put malice. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Play testing works. Yeah. I mean, you drop the hull upgrade, you can have malice as well. But man, having that for hull upgrade for four points for everybody, super clutch, real good. Mm-hmm. So he also brought a uh, a swarm list idea, right, Cody? Not sure yeah. who brought this up, but the light and tree and like the five interceptors with Nash. I saw this on one of the discords. So it's light and dreary with five interceptors, one of which is Nash, and then the three generics with discipline. Nash has shield upgrade because you want to keep him alive. And then you have Light and Dre. Uh, the upgrades are sort of however you want, because um, she does have 10. The big thing is just trying to keep her alive, though. Uh, so it gives rerolls, you have disciplines, nat- like that's five, six, three die guns with rerolls. Yeah. I mean, and Light and kill one Nash and four interceptors are a lot of, lot of, that, a lot of dice <laughs> with mods and rerolls. And all that kind of stuff. In this particular version, you know, having a shield upgrade on Nash, just keep him alive a little bit more. Probably better than trying to put ion missiles on him. Ion missiles targeting <laughs> computer. Here we go. <laughs> and delayed fuses. So you have one point left over. And one of the cool things is you can put sensitive controls on it to really, like, mess with the opponent's head. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like... I don't know. It's hard because you can like go up to an objective, do the action on the objective and then boost away, which is super good. 
So sensitive controls might, I don't know. That's a tough call. Sensitive controls are, are sneaky and they're really good with interceptors, but also the ability to take an objective action and booster barrel roll after it, I think is really nice. Matt, did you bring a list at all? I did. Our Cody and Cody and ours, my list was, it's very similar. Okay. There's two different pilots. I have Commodat Goron in the interceptor, yeah. Light and Dre in the heavy, Nash, Night Beast, and then two of the Alpha Squadron interceptors. And That's Goron, super cool. Goron has Ruthless and she, like all these upgrades, I kind of just threw stuff together so they can all be tweaked a little bit, which I, I have Ruthless and Shield upgrade for Goron. Because there's all these people that can just, you know, die. Nash has a shield upgrade. And then I have ion cannons and hull upgrade on light and night beast naked. And then enduring on the two alpha squadron pilots, which, you know, they can easily get disciplined as well. Yeah. That seems kind of scary. Yep. I went with a slightly less wormy, I guess. Just kind of something silly. Uh, It'll be fifth brother counternets countdown, like we are talking about earlier. Uh, Sunter fell predator hull shield upgrade. Gosh, like man, we were talking about earlier, one shield four hull with Sunter. Just duh. yeah. Then I did uh, two um, of the jingoists, either predator dead man or like enduring dead man, because that just seems really annoying, uh-huh. and it can hit punch above its weight, I believe. And then also Del Miko with like a hull upgrade. So Sunter's a six. Everyone else is a four. Uh, you don't get half points in three quarters of the objectives. So having defensive rerolls, I think is pretty nice just to keep them a lot like just around. Cause it's probably better to try to focus down one ship than trying to have health a bunch of other ships for points. So having rerolls off multiple attacks, I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, if you do kill one of the tie fighters, you get dead manned. Have fun. Yeah, and soon and yeah, that that helps with the damage cards. Like Sunter will hopefully be able to get some damage through, and then Countdown can get some damage through. And then for the Countdowns, there just the take objectives that live. And I mean the uh, the Jingoist might actually like be able to put in damage because no one wants to no one wants to take a strain or deplete, especially if you're at range one. And their ability is zero to one too, so you can like strain them and then shoot them at range zero. <laughs> Seems good. Which is really mean. Yeah, I I think these jingoists are gonna be for their their value for three points. I think they're really cool. Being able to just be like, hey, I know you just bumped me and took this focus and with for the stress token. Um do you want to get rid of that or do you want to get a strain token? <laughs> right. Or deplete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it just depends on the situation. I mean, like a deplete and Del Mico rerolls. Yeah, it's being able being able to have you choose it is also big. Yeah, they're like a, they're like a mini like a mini major von reg, <laughs> but it's even better because it's before you engage. Yeah, not like during the system phase where people yep. just do a blue. Yeah, I'm gonna do a blue. Good thing I brought this ability. Gosh, I know we're not talking about fo, but gosh, von reg has a ton of loadout points too. Yes, he does. Um, so that was just kind of like some fun things. Uh, I played one game of every objective. I like them a lot. I think they're cool. I can only remember them in terms of like Halo terms, though. So it's just like Slayer, King, Slayer, Oddball, Territories, and Capture the Flag, or King of the Hill, King of the Hill, King essentially. Of the Hill. So 
just need to wait for Assault. One of my most fun times I've had playing Halo. I always loved Assault. I mean, we're going to have Sakura soon. I think Sakura's at Adepticon. Yeah. The Adepticon prizes are super nice. Did you see those? I, I saw, did. They look really uh, nice. Whole four shield Aguri. <laughs> well, yeah, but damaged axe. Uh, everyone participating gets the 1.5 range ruler and acrylic objective tokens. And that's super cool. I really have to see if I can go to that. I know a whole bunch of people from Michigan are going. Matt, any word yet? I don't. I, I think yeah, I have till tomorrow. I don't. I don't know. I probably shouldn't. I need to save money and I need bills. To, I have bills to pay off, but I'd love to go, but I will. I'll let you know tomorrow. Cool. Um, oh, hey, one last thing. We started beef with the people on the West Coast of Michigan. So now we're going to go beat them in a the tournament, too. Yeah. Do we know when that's going to happen? Like what? What's uh, who's who's coordinated? That? Are you coordinate that, Cody? Uh, I started the beef. I didn't know I have to coordinate it after that. You did for all the other I ones. I did my job. I mean, it's supposed. Didn't they want to do it this in March upcoming? Hey, we want to do it before Adepticon. So. And we want to do it in person. That's the other thing. Mm. Yeah, we have to go to like Lansing. Lansing would probably be like the best for all of us. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. So, uh, but there's nothing in Lansing. Lansing's desolate and unlikable. There's I mean, you. I don't think Lansing. <laughs> That's true. We just need to find a game store that could have all of us, at least seven tables, because we're doing seven of us, right? Uh, maybe. I, we That's in discussion. So they, it depends on how many they want to, how many can actually come in person. It probably won't be seven, because we outnumber them. Good. But we're better than they are, too. Yeah. I don't know if we actually outnumber them. I'm just talking smack. We, I mean, we are outskill them. That's that's the more yeah. important part. <laughs> I mean, they did have two people in the top eight over there. Yeah, but we had Josh, and he made cut with Rebel Fenrau. Yeah, and and Zach was flying like the most degenerate, disgusting list I've ever seen. One of the most disgusting lists I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. It's no longer legal. If that helps, I'm. Thank God. <laughs> Wait, no, it might actually be legal. How many points you can't have, is? You can't have moldy crow and Canaan though. Yeah, you can't have moldy crow and Canaan. Gosh, at least still four points. That's still Gosh. great. Great pickup. Yeah. Man, speaking of that list, AMG hates Seeks. Holy, <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> Seeks one's dead herd. Poor oh, Sunny Bounder, like four points. Like, what did she ever do to anybody besides being such a wholesome ship? I love Sunny Bounder. <laughs> I do too. Just uh, four points just feels bad. <laughs> but um, I think that's the end of the podcast. Went through our initial impressions of the uh, Imperial, so we'll have to see how that. You know, comes about. See what people are flying. Maybe do an update later on. Time allows. So, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Have fun and stay positive out there on all the social media things. Yeah, not just about our podcast, but just about the game in general. I mean, say positive things about our podcast as well. You know, comment on it. Follow us on Twitch, Twitter at my Benchwarmers. Email us the Bestman Benchwarmers at Gmail. Rate us really high. Rate us best podcast. And get, don't let first impressions, like, make sure you play against a variety of stuff. Like, it's different. Lists are different. Everything's different. They're so, so. much fun. 35-point rack. Uh, like it, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we'll see you next time.
Take care. Take it easy.